speak. Her name is Ania Halama. Do not forget your worth and do not forget that your happiness comes first. Hello, 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 beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Spirituality for Badass Babes. I am Anya Halama, and I am the host of this beautiful show. So welcome, everyone. Hello, everyone who's catching us live, and everyone who is watching the replays as well. And I know I'm going to have an exciting show for everyone today because I have a very special guest today. So before we do anything, I am just going to introduce her because I'm super excited for this conversation. This beautiful badass babe has has done so much already. Her and I actually connected through a mentorship program. So her name is Abigail Gazda. She is a heart-centered entrepreneur who has transformed her passion for education into a full-time career as an author, publisher, and a life coach. Abigail is the CEO of the Hearts Unleashed, a full-service transformation company committed to empowering people to operate with full freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of their life. She is the CEO of Hearts Unleashed. She's also the podcast host of the Unleashed Pod- Hearts Unleashed podcast. She's committed to turning dreams into doers and helping raise the frequency of humanity while they develop their emotional intelligence. And I'm excited to talk talk to her about emotional intelligence today. As a best-selling author, she provides thrives the most in life with adventure, writing, educating, surfing, and rollerblading. So uh, without any further ado, let's welcome Abigail. Also, I did want to mention that similarly to me, which I think this is also another reason why we've connected, she's a beautiful digital nomad gallivanting around the world in different places. I believe last time that I talked to her, she's in Costa Rica, so I'm excited to hear where she's at. Let's bring her out. Hello, Abigail. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, I love that you got to introduce me as a digital nomad. I am calling in from Sedona, Sedona, Arizona today. I'm actually flying to Phoenix tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Funny how that all works out, isn't it? I'll be in Scottsdale. Perfect. Yeah, I'll be in Scottsdale for my cousin's bachelorette party. So all the fun, crazy girl stuff that goes on at those things. Yes. (laughs) So let's start. I'm curious, how did you start traveling and Mm -hmm. how did did that come about? Because I've shared my story many, many, many of times. And my story was a little bit of um, like distrust. I got really fed up with corporate America. I'd love to hear more about that from you and how you got on this journey of like traveling, picking up, leaving your home country, even though you're, you're there right now, believing and just gallivanting around the world. Yes. So it's definitely been an evolution. It's been an evolution over the last, I would say, five or six years even, because um, for me, this was my awakening moment as well that got me into my coaching work and and building my business and shifting out of corporate and into, um, like I said, my own work, which is I went through a divorce that really shook me at the roots. And kind of disrupted the identity that I had. And from that level of disruption, uh, the blessing in that was that I was able to choose. I I had a new choice about the life I was gonna be living and leading. So um, after divorce, I moved home for a little while to kind of get my bearings and get back in action in that way, or or go through some therapy and, and start to find myself again. And in therapy, in finding myself, I remember the the therapist putting me through a meditation and she said, go to your happy place. And it was this specific patch of grass in California on a cliff edge overlooking the ocean. And it was a relative's home. So I, I knew exactly where I was when I went, when my mind took me there. And from there, I was like, I, I need to go to California. So I, I went for a trip. I actually went for a visit and I was sharing with a friend who had joined the Air Force. And so he lived all over the world at Edmond India for different points. And I said, oh, I just, I would love to come out here like every six months or so. And he's like, Abigail, you can live here. Like it doesn't have to just be a dream. So within a month, I moved to California. And that set a stage because I lived in California for, for a year and I had written my first book. Then I set out in my mind kind of on book tour. So I moved to Oregon for two months and then back to California. Then I moved to Phoenix for about eight or nine months. And and then at that point, the it was starting the movement was starting to kind of catch me. 
and I was living in California. Now I am a 100% nomad. I have been for the last year and a half. So like I said, it was a graduation sort of thing, but went to Mexico for a month and realized like this, I was at a point in my business where I didn't need to be at a location. I didn't need to be stationary. And that was the plan all of all along. And oh my gosh. So I went to Mexico and then in relationship, um, an ex and I did a five month tour around the U S and that sort of showed me for myself, like I did it with in relationship with a partner. And that was awesome because I always had like sort of these van life dreams and, and never really took that action. And so after that, it was really awesome because um, we did that tour. I learned that I could do that. And then I went to Costa Rica for two months after that uh, by myself after that breakup. So um, Costa Rica was amazing. And now I'm on a two week uh, car camping uh, tour. So I rented an Airbnb for the day so that I can uh, get some sleep. I had a past life regression last night. I was like, I know I'm going to want a bed. So oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially like after doing some of that deep work, I recently yes. did a deep healing. I was like, I just want to sleep. Like I, I'm telling everyone right now, I'm like, I just want a seven day nap. Like, is that yes. too much to ask for a seven day nap? <laughs> yes. Not too bad. So I love it. So I love that it was a progression for you because mine was very yeah. impulsive. I got fed up one day I walked to my manager's office I'm like here's my two weeks notice within two weeks I needed to sell my apartment sell my car sell all of my belongings put everything yeah. in storage like the progression sounds a lot nicer I don't know if and it was I mean, nicer but it was certainly longer <laughs> it does sound nicer in my eyes I get it like two weeks yeah. was a lot for me and for someone that's that's just looking to start this and think about possibly like joining the nomad life. Like maybe a progression is the way to go with that. Like you don't have to within two weeks, sell everything and go off on this journey. Like you can progressively start doing that. Do you have any tips for anyone that's looking to do it a more steady, gradual, slower way? Well, and you know, yes. And I really like, I'm really grateful that you brought that up because that applies to business as well. And this is bad, 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 badass business babes. Right. And so, yes. and so with that being said, I just think that if you, a lot of us, it's really sexy to talk about quantum leaps and overnight success, but like basically anyone, that staircase right here that we're looking at, it's like step by ever loving step, are you going to make it to your dream? And so if your dream is to hit the road and live a nomad lifestyle, um, what does that look like? Right. And it sounds like you, you just rip the bandaid off and headed out for it. And that's great. And we all figure it out whichever way we do. But, um, one thing, the first tip I would suggest is to start to minimize. Um, if, depending on yourself and who you are and how you live. And let's say your attachment to materialistic stuff. Um, it may be difficult. I live out of one single suitcase right now and my car. And so whatever I can carry onto a plane is what I live with. And so can, does that life even sound appealing to you? And if it does, it's going to look like one, where would I keep my stuff in storage if I kept it? Two, how much stuff do I actually need? So I think that those are some really important questions. Some other really important questions is where's my mail going and how am I going to get it? Oh, right. Yeah. Like, uh, that's always that's always a beautiful question to be thinking about. So just some of the logistics. Um, I I want to offer that tip is like you don't have to throw yourself into overwhelm. It can be gradual and you can have it can be a lot of fun and you know. The overwhelm might be fun and exhilarating too in its own right. And um, I think- the I love chaos. So the overwhelm is yeah. never great with chaos. I, I thrive on like pleasure. So for me, there's a little bit of discomfort that I'm cool with, but like I'm much more interested in it feeling really good. <laughs> and I love that you bring up like, what does this life look like for you? And like the attachment to material things is because you would be surprised at how much material things you actually use and you don't use when you go off on this journey similar to you i only have a suitcase and i carry on right now and like i'm actually packing right now i'm leaving columbia for i'll be gone for about two three months and i'm leaving one suitcase at my friend's house and i'm just taking a carry-on with me for those two months it's like I, I live with all of this stuff, but I don't really use this. Like this could go to my friends. This could go to my friends. Like, when am I going to wear this? Like, and we just 
keep tossing and throwing things out and we evolve as we're traveling as well. So like, and a lot of the times like Airbnbs are stocked up, so we don't need a lot of things for our houses. Like, and you can buy things along the road yes. as well, but it's important to look at those things. And I do love the whole mail thing. Like there's virtual mailboxes. This is a real thing. Look yes. them up. You can get one of those, your mom's house, dad's house, whatever, relatives. Yeah. So were you already on an entrepreneurial journey before you started traveling? How did you start on your entrepreneurial journey? I'd love more information yeah. about that too. Yeah. So um, I started my entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a loaded question because I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> in my, in my head and in my heart, right? Like I can't look, I can't go past a, an empty building without thinking about what I should put in it. Right. So, so there's that always been an entrepreneur. Um, I started building hearts unleashed in 2016, 2017, my coaching practice. And um, one thing I'll say is I never planned on being an author. That wasn't something that I was speaking true in my youth. That's I didn't even read the books I was assigned in school. That's another read. thing we have in common. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really funny how life has turned out because I never aspired to be an author. However, it's a major part of my business and brand now, which I love. So I set out, I joined um, or I registered for a coaching program, which was uh, to become, to grow in the business I was already working, which I was direct sales. And I really enjoyed that company. And then once I found coaching itself and I heard these people speaking a language that like, I didn't know I knew within, I knew that I was going to become a coach and build the brand and, and help people live their best lives. And it's evolved. My, my specific areas of expertise I like to share are emotional intelligence, as you mentioned, and subconscious reprogramming. So I help a lot of people who have aspirations, but everyone has an aspiration and it, the reason you're not going for it has nothing to do with the actual aspiration or, or the lack of, of knowing or motivation. There's a little bit of that, but it's mostly your limiting beliefs, your conditioning, your trauma, the unhealed wounds that are preventing you from going towards your goals and actually attaining, manifesting, achieving, and all of those things. And so a lot of the work that I do is like, okay, great goal. And let's look at your identity. Let's look at why you can't have that. Let's look at why success doesn't come to you, everybody, but you like all those different stories and, and layers that we can peel back that would make our goals truly attainable and, and with less effort, with much Ooh, less effort. with ease and flow. Cause we want to come to us. <laughs> So let's touch on emotional intelligence. What is it? Um, why is it important? What do we need to know about it? And how can we start reprogramming our minds so we can be more emotionally intelligent? Mm, thank you. So um, I would love to call emotional intelligence. I want to drop in two more terms, emotional responsibility and emotional endurance. So emotional intelligence is having a gauge on who you are, who you are, what you want, how you identify, all of those different things. And um, especially knowing your inner world, your triggers, your, again, your trauma, your insecurities, why you act the way you act, why you think the way you think and say the things you say and all of that. And then taking responsibility for it. Because um, in my third book, Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love, I, I introduced the concept that we are always either contributing to the cycle of love or the cycle of hurt. Now I'm talking on that collective scale, right? And so if you are unhealed, it's likely you're bleeding on others or spewing on others. And so you're contributing to the cycle of hurt in some way, shape or form. You're not putting more love into the world. And that's, that's, you know, our contribution. And so, oh, I love this. I love this chart we have here. <laughs> it's very similar to uh, the curriculum that I've created. <laughs> and so the emotional intelligence is understanding who you are to be able to be who you are and then share your gifts. And the next thing I want to sort of touch on is emotional endurance because, you know, 2020 and 2021 specifically and collectively have offered us way more obstacles to overcome. And so if anyone's left to their own devices, let's say in a normal functioning world, um, the world that maybe we were more used to, then what, we might have to overcome job loss, health issues, familial problems, um, death, the, uh, financial hardships, right? We have our own 
world to sort of focus on and our own obstacles to overcome. But when we're collectively faced with a pandemic or um, outbreaks and and mandates and and just different new sets of rules, where like we are adapting to a new world in so many new ways and then all like all of what gets to come behind it we'll go maybe we'll get to that that's a whole nother episode but um but the prop the thing is we're dealing with our own life and then and and also um riots and and you know movements and all of these things that are happening and these traumatic things that will tune just into our phone right like we're scrolling social media or we're watching the news and we see this traumatic event online our emotional endurance is being run so low it's like it's like you're trained for a 5k but you're running a marathon and so inside a great analogy i love that (laughs) and so and people don't know that they're doing that or that they're being forced into that and so we're like why am i so tired why am i so i don't feel good or like your your old triggers are starting to activate you maybe you're falling back into addiction or whatever it might be and so those those can become a real problem if we're not emotionally intelligent and emotionally responsible and caring for ourselves. We should be turning up the self-care to a maximum level right now because we are facing obstacles at a maximum level right now. That's beautiful. And so how would someone go about training that emotional intelligence? Like what are some of the things that they can do? Yeah. So I'm going to give a little bit of a spectrum, right? Because we can dive right into some self-help books, some self-help podcast shows like this. This is great information and it it's great information and it's, it's, um, broad, it's broad information. And so you can only gather so much from, from something that's not, um, a back and forth, like not personalized, let's say you can do a course, which is going to be a next level of personalized or help you dig in a little bit deeper, but working with a professional, um, everyone's at different levels. So that might be a counselor or a therapist that might be a coach, or, um, that might be, you know, a a business coach or a spiritual mentor, or just, it depends on what area you're focused on, of course, but how could someone take on emotional intelligence is by taking on the inner work starting to explore your inner world. So there are some options for free. It, they just posted my website right there. I have plenty of free resources for taking on stepping into emotional intelligence. Also have a podcast. I have plenty of books. Um, and starting to take on the work for yourself, meaning making the investment, having a coach. The reason I offer that and want to speak about it is because you can't see parts of yourself. And a coach can make those powerful reflections and bring that to your consciousness out of your subconscious and into the forefront to where you can actually look at what's running your life, the things that you don't know are running your life or what identities you're running in. And so those are very, very important when it comes to starting to make a true shift and an impact, like a lasting impact, because then we have to start to do integration, which is including the parts of yourself you don't recognize. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love how you say, like, we have to invest in ourselves. Yeah, a lot of the time, the work that we do, it's we have all the power within ourselves. Everything lies within ourselves, but we're so caught up when in the daily lives and, and giving advice to our friends and the social media and everything else that's going on that we forget that we have all of this knowledge. And it does take that coach sometimes to look at the picture. Like, how many times have you given a device to your best friend and she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take that or I'm not going to take that. And she could do whatever she wants with, with it. But then she comes back two months later and gives you the same, literally the same exact advice. And you're like, why didn't I think of that? You did. (laughs) You're the one that gave me this advice. But we are our own worst critics and we're constantly in our heads. Like, yes, we need to take that from the subconscious and bring it into the foreground, similar to what you were saying. So I do love that. Yes. Invest in yourself. There's tons of free resources. Abigail gave a ton of free resources podcast tons of books there's there's so many so many things out there so do your due diligence do your research and just start doing the work because it is actual work any kind of business is work spiritual growth is work it's all work but we need to put in that effort ourselves yeah so i want to touch back um on your company hearts unleashed tell me more about that how did you start it what is your mission behind it and what tell me more everything yes yes well um so a lot of people, I, I would love to just start with how it was named. I was standing in a seminar and they were asking about who we are in the world. And 
that's, I said, who I am is Hearts Unleashed. I, I am the possibility of seeing pe that people seeing their own greatness in my reflection. So I, I kind of refer to myself as a mirror. And so as I was like, I hadn't built the company yet. I was building my coaching practice. But when I, when I said that, like, it really occurred to me, you know, I started to, um, uh, as I mentioned, I was going through divorce as I was starting my coaching company. So that was a, that was a very interesting time for me because I was, I was much more introspected instead of trying to share that work. So when it became that time to, to share that work, it, it became time to really build a business and a company around that. And so Hearts Unleashed is really committed to people living their heart, literally unleashed. But, but the piece of that, where I feel like, to, to distinguish Hearts Unleashed from, from any other coach or company or anything like that is a lot of coaches will sell their three-step system, four-step system, five-step you know, whatever. And it's not always personalized to that client's experience. And I don't have a prescription for somebody. I don't have a what's right and what's wrong. I want to dive into each individual person's heart that I work with and and help them recognize who they are from within, not me tell them or prescribe to them or or anything like that. And so Hearts Unleashed is really about the the participant, about the person in the in each course. And we have a um, we have the Hearts Unleashed Leadership Academy, and and that's really amazing because it's really about emotionally intelligent leadership. So this is a this is something that I also call Emotional Intelligence U University. <laughs> uh, thank I you so much. All this love comments coming through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. But you've done much more than that. Like you've, you started a nonprofit with it and you're doing all of these other things. Tell me more, more about those. Like what yeah. else did you start? Because I, I, you and I, when we've connected, you told me about the nonprofit. You've also started some publishing things, I believe, with yeah. it. So yeah. what is all that it's encountered now? Because it's not just you being a coach. It's an actual company right. and there's so much more. Yeah, very, very correct. So um, and not exactly a nonprofit. We've worked with a lot of nonprofits and helped to build them and collaborated and supported with them. And Hearts Unleashed is, is a collective. So I actually have a whole coaching team. And so that's really beautiful. So I help other coaches get their start um, with like um, with using the Hearts Unleashed curriculum. And that's really amazing. And so the Hearts Unleashed, we have Hearts Unleashed book clubs and that's beautiful. So we have an entire, like I said, curriculum that people can walk through the journey. And what we've, I've been so committed to that also that anyone who ends up on the team is because they share that value system, meaning making coaching available at every stage of transformation and every budget for transformation. So again, those free resources to those minimum viable options, all the way to a lifetime type of investment or like a, you know, a big investment for the, for your year of transformation or whatever that might be. And so we have the curriculum, but we also have the Hearts Unleashed House Publishing where we help authors get their start as well. And so we do a lot of mentorship. I've been writing books and publishing books. I have written nine books in the last five years. Um, three of them are mine in my name. And I've also ghostwritten books. So I've helped people get their start that way. And after writing so many, um, so many books for other people, I realized, oh, maybe I'm onto something and helping other people actually publish and market and share and get their word out there. And also to build their brand with their book, with their message. So I have a, of a high focus on people who have a story, have a message, have a mission to get it into a book and to share it and build a brand from there. So um, that's, you know, with what you said with nonprofits and other businesses, Hearts Unleashed is really like when I say Hearts Unleashed, we are committed to helping people who are also committed to helping people. Like it's, it's that ripple effect. <laughs> And it's always beautiful like that because we're always trying to be in service. And when we're in service of helping others be in service, like we're doing God's work at that point. Seriously. And it's so, so beautiful. I love all of that. And I do love, and I saw it in the comments as well, someone making coaching available at all stages of transformation. That is amazing because, yeah, not everyone can afford a $10,000 coaching program right when they're just starting their transformation right. journey. And uh, myself and other coaches, we offer, we offer different courses, different 
different different ways of working with us, which is the whole point of working with a coach. It's like you can do this no matter what it is you're doing. Um, I did have a promo for your academy, so let's play that really quickly as well. Awesome. Hi, I'm Abigail Gazda, and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed Leadership Academy. Our year-long leadership mastermind and one-on-one -on -one coaching emotional intelligence program created with heart-centered leaders in mind. Created for those committed to positively impacting hundreds, thousands, and millions. Created to help you step fully into your leadership and make a living doing it. Mm, the Academy, like I want to sign up just from that 30 second clip. <laughs> But I love all the work that you're doing around, um, yeah, around that emotional intelligence, getting in tune with your core. And I love that you do say like one size doesn't fit all and really catering and being specific to what a person needs, which a lot of coaches don't do anymore. A lot of coaches, especially like these high end coaches, like Dean Graziosi, like Kelly Roach, like they're like, here's my course. I have millions of followers, like, please buy it. Of course, they're going to make millions of dollars, but they don't cater specifically to what the person needs. And that's not service. And I love how this entire thing is focused around your heart, focused around service, focused around like helping others really truly caring for the people that you help and really truly helping them yeah. let's back up nine books whoa <laughs> wow 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 tell me um tell me your process about that a little bit more you don't have to go into all nine of them you said three of them are yours and then a few others are ghost written so let's focus on the three that you wrote what they're about and what was a little bit of that process as well because writing a book and i'd love to know your story as well how you've never um, you were saying in the beginning, you'd never imagine being an author. I never imagined being an author. It just literally fell in my lap. And for, when someone hears that, they're probably like, what do you mean it fell in your lap? But there's two people right now that tell you it really can. So I'd love to hear your story about that. I would love to share. So um, the, it, yeah, just same thing about it fell through my fingertips. Like you said, it fell in your lap. It fell through my fingertips. I was going through the coaching work and my first book, giving up, giving up the memoir of a quitter was really, I realized I have this deep insecurity, which I would call my unlovable story. This, I relate to myself as unlovable, or I did at least, right. I've, I've done a lot of work to heal that. <laughs> and that, um, when I discovered that what really, um, I am so, so, so excited to announce that the doors to Abundant Badass University are officially opened. Yay, I'm so excited to have this university open finally. This is for the beautiful, beautiful abundant badasses who are ready to uplevel their business and finally step into their true power in their business and in their lives. It is for the coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to step into consistent 10, 20, and 30K months. This is going to work out for you. This is for the person who's done all of the courses, who's done all of the freebies, who has done the long sale pages, the challenges, and nothing has been working. This is for the person who's finally ready to step into their light, finally up level the world and create a business that lights your soul freaking on fire. This is for coaches, healers, consultants, and service-based providers who are finally ready to up level themselves and their business. This is a 12 month spiritual business incubator. This is not a membership. This is not a course. This is not a, a membership or any um, actual coaching container. This is an incubator. It's designed for all of the implementation, the handholding, the accountability, and to give you all of the support that you need to create your business and to get you to multiple six figures and beyond. This is open for a limited time and it's for the people who are really looking to get to that next level in your business. I know you've probably been working so damn hard trying to get people to sign up for your programs and it's getting you absolutely 
absolutely nowhere. You're probably living in some financial fear. You don't know if you're good enough. You have some doubts creeping in, but don't worry. This is where this spiritual business incubator comes completely and utterly in, um, in alignment for you. If this is something that you've been looking for and you're looking to finally get your business off the ground, finally start living the life that you've always been meant for and start living the life that you've always deserved, please join us. I'm so excited to have these beautiful, beautiful souls inside of this incubator. You could join us at anyahalama.com forward slash abu dash apply there is an application process i will be reaching out to you personally either myself or my teammate christina and we will get you aligned get on a call with you to make sure that it is the right incubator for you because i am having so many applications so many people talking to me i want to make sure that this is in the right alignment for everyone there is so much that goes into this incubator including a step-by-step -step, um, business tutorials there's a whole bunch of live classes that you get your spiritual routines, your practices. There's a membership area. You get templates, swipes, scripts included. There's a one-on-one -on -one component included. There's a weekly hot seat, a weekly um, mastermind, as well as a weekly uh, business energetics call, a weekly sales call, weekly guest speakers. And you do have me one-on-one -on -one monthly every single time. We have different topics every single week. It is absolutely stunning, and I cannot wait to have you in there. Again, join us. To join us, go to anyahalama.com forward slash ABU dash apply. The link will be in the show notes as well. And I will see you inside Abundant Badass University. What really shifted was I had seen, like it flashed before my eyes that all of a sudden I saw all the different identities I had created in my life that I, I like ran by. And it, it was like, oh goodness, I wanted to take incredible responsibility for that. And I could see how like, um, sorry, my brain, the chat is like going wild. And so I was like, ah, um, that I could see all of these different, um, identities. And so I needed to tell that story and get it out. And so the book fell out of my fingertips in four months. I had never written a book. I kind of like Googled like how, like book format, or, you know, I knew what stories I wanted to tell and I built it from there. And so, um, so that happened. And then it started to take off really quickly from there because I was sharing, oh, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And someone I was sharing with said, I have a publisher and I love your idea and I will introduce you. So I wasn't even seeking a publisher. And I ended up published with, with um, Pina House Publishing or Pina Publishing, who I love and care for. And, um, and so then I had shared my book with a leader that I really greatly admired. And I said, I'd love your feedback. Like I have a genuine goal of being a new York Times bestseller. Like I, I know I have this gift and I, I want to keep sharing more books. And when I shared my book with him, he hired me as a ghostwriter. He's, he knew I was a good writer. And I was like, Whoa, it was like such a huge honor. So I wrote three books through his company. And then I started doing that work on my own and helping other people write theirs. And I just became incredibly prolific at, I can listen to someone's story and it just makes sense to me how to, how to put it into book format or how to tell it, how to mix it and make it fun and interesting and interactive and share the lessons from it. So like, it's just the way that someone who's incredibly gifted with music, like it's just, it's just what it is. And so I, I so love it and I appreciate it. And so I've always used it to, as to honor that gift as much as possible. And then my second book, Talking to the Trees is a fictional narrative. And I absolutely love it. It's I, my, the secret title is called The Adventures of Abigail. What I did with that book was I put a lot of my nomad adventures into one narrative um, following the story of Madeline on her grand uh, coming of age road trip as she goes across the country. She goes from Chicago to Portland down to California and Arizona. But um, that book is so beautiful because it's a story. It's a spiritual transformation, a spiritual journey around um, uh reaching like finding God through the voice of nature, finding spirit and source led by talking to the trees, talking to the ocean, listening to the cacti and the rocks and all of that in the, in the clouds. And so it's really, really beautiful. 
And then my third book, Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love, is, is really textbook. It's, um, it's a guide, and it really breaks down the three pillars of how to win the game of life. And I break down integrity, alignment, and faith. And if that those three pillars in our life are strong and we're, we stay aware of them, again, you're questioning about emotional intelligence. That's a way to stay emotionally intelligent is check our strength of each pillar, and, and we can be living a really powerful life. Wow, beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing all of that. Everyone's saying, wow, 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 nine books. Wow. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That is mind blowing. Um, and yeah, it's funny that you say four months too, because the book that literally fell in my lap, I wrote in four months as well. Four months published it. And yeah, when I tell people these stories, like I remember when I was starting to write the book, I was telling a girlfriend of mine, I was like, yeah, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to do it in like four months. She's like, you know, it takes people 10 years to write books. I'm like, girl, I'm going to do this in four months, four months later written, published, and got it on bestsellers list. So anything is possible if you put your mind to it. And yeah, if you get a literary agent, any kind of agents, people to help you, ghostwriters, editors, like you don't have to do this alone. Like this is why people like Abigail exist. And that is her gift to help you bring that story into life. And it's beautiful. I do love that you mentioned that, yeah, you helped people ghostwrite as well, because a lot of people, when they're looking at starting a book, I'm helping a, a friend of mine write a book right now. And he's like, I've never written a book. I don't know what to do, what to do. Like I'm not good with words and I feel the same way. I'm not good with words. I actually did write my entire book and I had an editor. I was like voice record it, transcribe yes. it and then have an editor help you. Like it's okay. There's other ways of getting around it, but you need to share that message. It's all about focusing on that internal self of what is your message, who you are, what are your core values, and then we need to bring that forth. So it is a beautiful gift, and I'm so grateful for you, for you to actually be sharing this gift with the world, because me personally, I'm not a literal person. I don't like words. I'm, I paint with, with paintings and colors and, and other things, but yeah. words are not my forte, but they are someone else's, like yours, Abigail. Thank you. So, any advice that you have for anyone who's looking to start a nomadic entrepreneurial journey, mm. um, any tips and advice for them? Yeah. Um, I think if you're depending on where someone is, let's say they're starting from scratch, right there, there is a lot of self-discovery work to do. So I I'll talk, I kind of, I'll, I'll answer with my curriculum because self-discovery is really about who are you, who are you? What do you want? What do you really want? What's your definition of success? Because let me tell you, this is not everyone's definition of success to be car camping for two weeks on end or getting, you know, like living out of a suitcase. That is not so, so some people want the house, the stability, the, you know, the a routine. Um, I love the variety. I love the variety. So you really have to decide like what your definition of success is to actually go for it. And I'm going to tell you one other secret about that is chasing someone else's definition of success will start to cost you your happiness or your fulfillment. Your life might look very successful, but if it's not your definition of success, that's where you start to get that burn or that itch or that desire or that knowing or that whisper, like there's something more, there's something more to me. There's something more to life. And, and again, externally, people might look at you and say, you have it all, or you have it all figured out, but you don't have your all. And that's what matters. So you got to get really clear about what you actually do want. And so um, that's self-discovery. And then the next step is self-development. And that's where someone would launch a business, right? So you discover who you are. You discover your definition of success. You discover what you want, what your gifts are, what you want to be doing. And then you launch it. So self-development um, self is developing yourself as the leader that you are and offering it to the world. Um, I don't know if you heard it. it. It was very at the very end of that um, little commercial for Leadership Academy, which is how to make a living being the leader you are, not just being a leader. You could be a leader anywhere in any role, right? But to make a living being the leader that you are, how do you want to apply that? That might look like getting a job and that the job description fits your style of leadership. But if you want to build a brand or you have a certain mission or a message, you want to make a specific impact and build a business around it. Well, then what I really would recommend is hiring a coach. I think it's a, a, 
there's no, we don't need to dress it up or, and I love that you said you do not have to do it on your own. We are a tribal species. We do not have to do it on our own. We are built to support each other. And there's that ever so famous statement. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you go with a team, right? And because it's, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so um, development, and then the next stage is self-mastery. So you can, anyone can start something, but can you finish it? And can you do it again and again and again? Because the secret to business is that it gets boring at some point, right? It's okay that it gets boring, but I'll tell you what, my version of boring is hanging out in Sedona on, you know, doing six hour sessions on a, on a Monday or something. So it's like, or eight hour hikes. And so it's just, what do you want to show up for day in and day out? What can you show up for day in and day out? I can show up to unleash hearts day in and day out, and I don't have to be in a session to do it. And so I have that commitment of like anybody I interact with, I'm going to, they're going to walk away just a little bit more unleashed and self-mastery. So what I want to say about self-mastery is, like I said, in self-development, anyone can dream and start. Self-mastery is about sticking with it and uh, sustainably expanding, sustainably scaling a business. So the more you up-level, the more you're going to trigger your, the higher you go, the deeper you dig, right? Or the deeper you dig, the higher you can soar. And so with that being said, we have like, if you're going to be making more money, you're going to come up against new triggers or new insecurities to be able to get paid $50,000 in one fell swoop to make more money than you do on one contract than you did in a year. That's going to mess with your identity. So getting a coach, having that support, walking through that stuff is so, so important because that's self-mastery, not just getting quit, not just quitting when you get tired or triggered or bored. And then transcendence is that last stage. And so these are these evolutions, right? And so transcending is that now at that level, you're tra you've transcended any of the things that used to take you out and new obstacles that come into your life. You're able to sort of step over them like speed bumps, as opposed to like having to climb Mount Everest to get over your obstacles. And so it's your emo at that point, your emotional intelligence and emotional responsibility and emotional endurance are at peak performance beautiful and I love how you say like we don't have to do this alone this is where you hire that help and you help people and, and you get that support and help that you need because yeah if we're doing it all alone all the time like that's when burnout happens and we yeah. don't need that we don't need to do any of that <laughs> so beautiful we do have a quick another video for you a 15 second promo so let's play that really quickly before sure. we move on awesome You're so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. And I do also love that you mentioned how um, it isn't just up to us. Like we, we have, we are in a service. This is what we're here to do. So why not start working with all of these tools that you have, start working with, um, with just that story, finding out what it is that you want, what it is exactly that you want. One of my favorite exercises, um, I think this is through the Napoleon Hill Foundation, is like asking yourself, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Like going multiple levels in, because the first, what do you want? It is going to be all up to your ego. Be like, oh, I want the nice house. I want the beautiful car. I want more money. But what is it that you truly want at your core level? Finding that out and checking in with yourself at these different stages, like when you start your business, while your business, when you get bored of business, when you're evolving your business, check in with yourself. What do I want? What do I want? What do I truly want? Not what my ego wants. What does my soul want? What is my passion? What do I really want? So what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned on your nomadic journey or on your journey as a, as a business owner? My favorite lesson to share is just show up. 
And that can go for Nomad or for business, just show up. There were plenty of networking events that I was nervous for or didn't feel like I fit in or, you know, we met in a mentorship program. I was, you know, you're nervous or just make the payment or, you know, just show up. And then I want to say like online, just show up, share, post, write. And, and a lot of people, you, you can't. So, okay. In a blog, you can backdate your content, but online you cannot backdate your content. You can't start yesterday. And yesterday you will have wished you did. And so it's like, just do the damn thing. Just show up, just make the post, just write the, the write the whatever. And so, and then with, with Nomad, right? Like just go, just show up, just get in the car, just pack the bag, just book the book, the flight. And you, you basically, there's a phrase I love, which is throw your hat over the wall and then figure out how to go get it. That's, that's a very popular phrase. I call that hanging yourself on the hooks of promise. So I make a declaration. I'm going to publish a book by Thanksgiving day, 2022. And I will now live into that statement, right? I'm going to have a house by this year. I will live into that statement. We are powerful manifestors. Like you said about the Napoleon Hill exercises, like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do we want? Write it down, write it down. I, we need to remember vague goals, vague results, we are not asking clearly enough. We are not dreaming big enough. So we aim, we aim low because we don't want to be disappointed or what would we do if we actually got there? I love the, I love the saying I'm full of sayings in this segment, but like a, a dog, a dog wouldn't know what to do if it actually caught the car. We wouldn't actually know what to do if we caught our dreams. Then we're, we're afraid that if we actually catch them, we'll run out of motivation or inspiration. That is not true. We will always evolve. We will always want more. And we can't make ourselves wrong for always wanting more either. That's really important. And so you will hit your goals. You will, if you will clarify them. And the universe is going to put you through that universal initiation. Do you want to grow? Make a declaration. And you're going to be put through the through the growth. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because a lot of the times we like people when ask they ask me, they're like, oh, how do I start a business? I'm like, just start it. You'll figure it out as you go because your business will evolve. You'll evolve as a person. Like what your idea of what your business should be when you started it might not be what it's going to be like in a year or two years from now. So just start it. The rest will get figured out as you go. Similar to you, you will evolve as you go. So just go. Go off and do it. I love it. It's Nike, just do it. <laughs> what final advice do you have someone looking to start their brand or just start creating their dream lives? Because you're living this beautiful dream life already. So what advice do you have someone who's, who's aspiring to be Abigail? <laughs> yes. I love that you ask about brand. I have, I'm, um, I love talking branding. So here we are. <laughs> um, branding should be as easy as breathing. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> so if someone wants to build a brand, then get to know yourself really well and share yourself. Um, I think that is just so, so valuable and so important because there's millions of people and there's millions of products. And if someone's going to invest with you, it's because they know, like, and trust you. KLT. <laughs> yes. And if the other piece of that is if you're going to build a brand on like, this curated version of yourself, you're, you got a lot of work cut out for you. You're going to have to keep up with that. And it doesn't give you a lot of room to, to grow and evolve. And so, um, like if you go look at my, uh, and I'm not, I'm not, it's not about making anybody right or wrong because there's lots of people who love to stay in brand continuity, which I do in a sense, but the, if you go to like my Instagram grid, it's not curated. It's not organized. It's not planned. It's me. It's me being me. It's me sharing my gift. It's me sharing myself. It's me sharing my heart and my own evolution and my journey. And it's me offering lessons, insights, introspection. I, I speak to my audience about why watching me is valuable for them. That's what I believe about branding. Bring value to your, <clears throat> excuse me, to your people, to your audience, give them a reason to hang out with you. And that basically is contribute to their lives through your life, through your existence. You don't have to perform. You don't have to do cartwheels. You don't have to, it doesn't have to look a certain way. In fact, <clears throat> 
the fact that like I'm sitting on a bed, I'm sitting in yoga pants, like I'm calling in from, from, you know, anywhere is like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. I used to think that the only way to be a successful business woman was to be wearing a power suit, talking under fluorescent light with a microphone in my hand. And that's not true. And so I had to, again, to make my own definition of success, allow it, allow myself to be myself and to live into that. So heart, live your heart unleashed. That's my advice. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I speak about this often. Be your true authentic self. Like we don't need to curate these personas of this person that we are, are or aren't online. Just be authentically you and be vulnerable, share your stories, share what you're going through, your ups and your downs, your customers, your clients will be more, will be happier to read the stories where you share that you had a bad day than when you're showing fluffy, duffy bragging stories all day, every day, like just be authentically you share your hardships, share your good sides, share your hard days, your bad days, your good days, your everything in between, just connect to that authenticity within yourself and be authentically, vulnerably you. I just wrote an article, um, vulnerability is a new vixen in business. So yeah, just be, oh, be yes. you. So good, so good. Okay, any last minute tips, tricks for anyone looking to be a nomad, be a business owner, write a book, any other final last tips and tricks? And then we're gonna do a quick motivational video, which is really juicy as well. Oh my gosh. So I know what you're going to show. And first off, I'm so excited for that because it makes me want to run through a wall every time I watch it. So that's fun. And I just wanted to speak into the, you know, the, the name of the show, the spirituality for badass babes. Um, I, I did every ounce of transformation I could before taking on my spiritual journey. And it's been the most profound. And um, I had a lot of fear about spirit taking over my life. And it's been the most abundant, right? Like I can talk about, I don't want to do prosperity gospel. Like you have to get with spirit to be successful. That's not true. But, but what I want to say is the spirituality or spirit is you, you are it. And so when I say hearts unleashed, what I mean is unleash your voice, unleash the guidance of spirit within you, that what you feel called to do, you, it's not an accident. So go for that and allow it. And that, that's all I have. Mm, beautiful. Allow that spirit to shine within yourself because you are your own heart unleashed. So unleash that heart, unleash that voice, be authentically you. And heck, even write a book if you're feeling called to it. If spirit oh, guides yeah. you to write a book, freaking get with Abigail and write your book. Yes, please. <laughs> so on Feel that note, you have, um, you are what you repeatedly do. A beautiful motivational video. Did you want to intro it a little bit or should we just yeah. roll it? Well, and, and I don't know if we'll come back after this. So I just want to say that. This will, yes. Okay, good. Cause, um, but no, nope. Roll the roll film. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> you are what you repeatedly do. You are the story that you repeatedly tell yourself. You are a reflection of what you prioritize. I would love to acknowledge you for the work that you are doing and you, you are reaping that which you have already sown. You are the common denominator stuck in an infinite loop of unfulfilling achievements. Stuck in a never-ending race, getting all the way to the finish line and chasing the next distraction instead. Every day, you wake up and tell yourself that you're not where you want to be. You are reinforcing the belief system that you can't have what you want, you're not capable, and that it's too hard. Thank you for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope you heard exactly the thing you need to get started taking inspired action on your dreams. You buy into the bullshit that you've been told your whole life, but if you want to live a life you love, if you want to live your truth, you are going to have to deliberately disrupt what you have done up until this very moment. That's perfect for the day. All right, and so what would you love to be acknowledged for? Inaction is still action. You daydream about the life you want, and then you get up at the same hour and brush your teeth with the same hand. You make your same cup of coffee and drink it in your same car, on the same route, to your same job, 
that you can't stand going to. You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, a personal and professional development. You choke down that same lump in your throat and fight back the same tears in the same parking spot day after week after month. You go through your day begrudgingly reminding yourself of unkept promises and long-standing wishes. You keep talking about your big dreams and then immediately follow up with why you can't have them. You use words like should and must. You complain about not having enough time, money, and energy to do the things you really want. Your dreams sound more like chores because you believe they come at a cost to your security, comfort, and familiarity. While you hide out behind too busy to focus on those things, your dreams are offended by how much you brush them off. So while you tell me your dreams, I can tell when you're half in and half out. You act like good enough is good enough and that you're fine with the way life is. You try to lie to even yourself about how bad you want to make six figures, marry your soulmate, and live in your vortex location. You find something else to want that seems more attainable or realistic to achieve. Quit being so afraid of what you really want and go straight for it. You dance around the topic. You beat around the bush. You take the long, treacherous route towards what you want instead of diving right in. Well, I call bullshit. You are more than good enough. And having what you want requires you raising your standards and accepting nothing less than your expectation. You cannot possibly get any more ready. The longer you wait, you are only reinforcing the fear that you should not, cannot, will not. And you are what you repeatedly do. That gave me chills watching that. That was so good. I specifically like the part where you're like, you get into the same, you drink the same cup of coffee, get into the same car, get on the same route, going to work. And I tell this to people all the time and kind of going backtracking, like full circle. It's like, just do it. If you're complaining about the things day in and day out over and over and over again, then do something that's going to break up that habit. Do something that's going to allow you to explode completely so you break that pattern. So you're not doing the same thing. If you're constantly complaining, change it. (laughs) Like simple as that, just change it and break up your habits. And you are repeatedly what you do. You are worthy. You are amazing. You are unbelievably amazing. Thank you. for that to Abby. All right. Do you have any final, um, anything to say about that video as well? Like that was incredible. (laughs) I, like I said, it makes me want to, I'm motivated. Like I, it was me and I'm still motivated. (laughs) Um, but no, I just want your biggest motivation. That is beautiful. And I'm my biggest fan. Y'all need to be your biggest fan hands down, because if you don't like you, if you don't like what you're talking about, if you don't like what you're showing up and selling, it's not going to sell period. And so, especially to show up day in and day out, you know, you have to believe in what you're up to. And when you don't, you get support, you get clear. And so, um, but no, I just really would love to invite people to connect. Obviously you guys have been putting up my website. So I'm so grateful for that. I am definitely open. So I talked a lot about book writing and book publishing. And if someone I think everyone's got a book in them, of course. But if you really are interested in uh, publishing with a publisher, I'm always open to meeting new people and hearing about new books. And so you can reach out to me, abigail at heartsunleashed.com. That's my direct email. So I'm definitely open to connecting directly um, to at least review and hear and meet someone who's who's got a book and ready to, to share and promote and sell that. Beautiful. And what are your socials if they can find you on social as well? Yes. So I always say Instagram is my love language. You can find me definitely in my Instagram stories daily. I love it there. So I love interacting in that way. Um, Instagale. So that is always fun right there. And then um, I'm on Facebook, Abigail Gazda. I also have a a community, a Facebook community, which is just called Hearts Unleashed. And that's really awesome because um, it's a community of lovers who are committed to living their heart unleashed. And really, to me, the reason that anyone would join that is because maybe in their geographical support structure, they're, they're, immediate circle. They don't have that much support in their dreams. Um, The Hearts Unleashed community is a place where it's really safe to dream and get some encouragement. 
Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and bringing so much beauty and wisdom into today's chat as well. Thank you so much, Abigail. Um, yeah, if anyone is looking to write a book, anyone's looking to unleash their hearts, learn more about emotional intelligence, find out what it is that you want. What do I truly want? Be sure to connect with Abigail. This is going to be absolutely lovely. She is incredible. Definitely contact her. Yes. Ah, thank you again, Abigail. And I will see you all next week with another episode of Spirituality for Badass Babes. My name is Anya Halama, and I will see you soon. Hi, I'm Abigail Gazda, host of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, a personal and professional development podcast inspiring you to live your life with full freedom, power, and self-expression. To tune into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, head over to iTunes, Spotify, or heartsunleashed.com. Thank you for listening to the Spirituality for Badass Babes podcast. I would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart if you could support this podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. It would mean the world to me and it'll help spread the message of light and love that we are all here to share. Would you like to learn how to create magic and change your money mindset in just 10 days? Then the 10 days to money magic is just for you. In just 10 days, you'll get past all of your limiting beliefs around money and finally be able to call in unlimited abundance. To learn more, visit anyahalama.com forward slash money magic.